Hey, after a two-year-plus hiatus, we're back. This time with Mayor Scott Cordheis of the City of Linden, who has agreed to join us today. Thank you, Mayor Scott. You're welcome. Good to be here. Appreciate you coming in. We kind of set this up a little bit last minute, just to kind of chat, bring people up on what's going on in the city, make sure, you know, they know. We like an informed citizenry. Would that be correct? That's, that's good. We like that's it. Good. It's, it's that's good. Keep people up to speed that's, that's what's going on thing. around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when were you elected mayor? 2010. 2010. I'm in my 13th year. Hokey smokes. <laughs> when you called and asked me if you wanted, you know, should I do this? You didn't tell me that there was an extended time period. <laughs> I, I didn't know there was. <laughs> oh, but have you enjoyed but it? I have a lot. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I, do you know your advice was when I was going to run? Yes. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, sa- I said, I don't know if I'd do it. And then you asked, um, what was the other question you asked? Well, uh, I like to go away. Business sometimes yep. Yep. takes me away or yep. vacations, whatever it is. And does that work? And I told you, that's why we have a city administrator, city administrator <laughs> and a um, mayor pro tem. That's right. And you said, oh, that'll work good then. <laughs> and it has. <laughs> Can I tell you one other story about yeah. the first? Yeah. So I, I was I decided to run finally, and then I go to the county courthouse to file to file, and um, I'm in there, and they you know the only criteria is do you live in the city of Linden? They don't even ask if you're a U.S. citizen. No. Do, you, do you live in the city limits? Yes, I do. Okay, you're good to go, and sh- you know fill out the form. That'll be two hundred two hundred eighteen dollars. I said two hundred eighteen dollars. What's that for? She says. Well, that's one percent of the salary. I said, "Oh, you get paid." <laughs> <laughs> There's pay with this. So you went in not looking at the big bucks, the twenty-one thousand a year you were going to make, eight hundred. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. At that time, the council has since changed the way they are compensated. Yep. yep. Which this seems to be a better system. I would agree with that. Yep. It used to be the council was paid per meeting. Yep. So we never had to pay a filing fee because there was right. no salary. No salary. Now their yeah. fee is like 80 bucks. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which works. Yeah, you know, it does. You know, and they do put in an extraordinary <clears throat> amount of time as yep. you do. What would you say a week rough <laughs> average? You mean you my, quarter, my quarter time job? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's at least half. <laughs> you're putting in an easy 20 yeah an easy 20. and i know often i've called and i'm talking to you in i think we, i've talked to you in brazil maybe in australia and then somewhere in europe i think oh, i got yeah. you one undoubtedly <laughs> i've been to all those places yeah, so yeah, yeah, I've, yeah i've taken calls yeah. I've taken calls on top of harvesters in various countries of the world for city business. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should hit that. So um, your real job before you yeah, retired yeah. in the last, what, two years ago? Two, years, whatever. two and a half years. You were with Corvan, now yeah. known as Oxbow. Correct. And what did you do there? I, w- I started off as a design engineer. Um, actually, the fun stuff in the early years was the... Uh, blueberry harvester and coffee harvester, which mm. uh, the coffee harvester is a really interesting story. We can go into that someday. Yeah. And then later, um, I w- became a partner in the company, got into management, uh, ran the production, ran sales, ran a lot of things, but was never the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite want to take that one on. That's right. That's you, right. You decided to start with the city, see how that went, and then and fell in love yeah. with that. And then Oxbow came along in 2004 and bought out the group of partners, which okay. was, that was a a good move all around because I think 
Uh, Oxbow is a really strong company, remains yeah. strong, global influence, and and the um, the harvester business for linden has grown dramatically in the last oh ten years. Really. And you and you've definitely diversified from oh. the coffee and berry. Yeah. So yeah, you would. Linden, we always say Linden specializes in tall, thin rows. So, <laughs> so it's raspberries, blueberries, coffee, uh, high-density olive, uh, high, uh, grapes, and then a bunch of other ones that people don't know much about, like acerola. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. And is Oxbow now owned? They're owned by a bigger company. Uh, they, yeah, Oxbow is now called the Pluger Oxbow Group, and Pluger okay. was a, another company in Europe that did virtually the same thing that we did in the U.S. and those two companies merged and now the headquarters is in uh, uh, Rosendahl, Netherlands. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Yeah. We got that tie going got on. Back to the we home don't, country. Don't. <laughs> and I, um, to get back to the coffee harvesters real quick, we will get to the city of London stuff, I promise, folks. So I am in Kauai. I can't remember what year. And we've known each other almost 30 years, I think. And I am touring a coffee plant. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as I know, the only coffee grower in the United States. Uh, Maybe not? Nah. No, oh, there's, okay. one, there's one on each island. So oh, if you, oh, you oh, run Kauai, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, Kauai yeah. coffee. Yeah. Yep. Hawaii is the only state. state. Would that yep. be fair? That's okay. fair. Yep. Okay. Thanks for the correction. <laughs> so I take this corner of a self-guided tour, and in the middle of this coffee forest, mm -hmm. I see a what I think is a Corvan raspberry picker. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I call you and go, why am I looking at a Corvan raspberry picker? And the story is, take it's, it from a, it's a coffee harvester. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we did, I did uh, in the early nineties, did a lot of development work on the coffee harvester. We did it. We, I was on, well, we started in Kona, Kona coffee okay, and then uh, Maui grown in Maui um, and then Kauai coffee and then uh, coffees of Hawaii, which is on Molokai oh, and, wow. then, and Dole is on Oahu. Wow. The only island that, Major island is La, 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 Lahaina? No, yeah. not Lahaina. Uh, Lanai. Lanai. Lanai, Lanai. Does, Lanai yeah. does not have any coffee on it. So. Wow, wow. And Lanai is primarily owned by one guy yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, yep. owns 98%. Larry Ellison, I believe, is his name. Anyway, Trivia. so yeah, so we did a lot of fun stuff with coffee there. And then we, we branched into selling coffee harvesters in Brazil. Then the uh, Brazilian Riai tanked. So we got kind of out of that business. And then the last part of my career at Oxbow, we reinitiated the coffee business in Brazil. And I was down there a lot. And we started a new manufacturing plant in Brazil to wow. build the harvester developed in linen. Wow. That's so cool. And coffee <laughs> is a fruit. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So I used to go to these shows to talk about coffee harvesting and all that. But I would start off with um, this little story. I'd go, okay, so, you know, here we have this I don't know who thought of this first. You take you take a fruit and you throw away the sugary good stuff. You take the nut, you burn it, you grind it, you pour water over it, and you drink it. I mean, <laughs> hey, that's that's just a perfect natural thing that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who came? Who who was the guy that went? You know, I think I'll roast this nut and then grind her up and see what happens. <laughs> so, oh, that's a good drink. That's a really good drink. Maybe we need some more of that. I got to watch my coffee intake. <laughs> well, that's cool. So then, then, um, well, let's go back just a little bit farther because this plays into the kind of the whole mayor thing. Yep. You were you were born and raised in Linden. In Linden. In, yep. 
and worked on farms. <coughs> I did. Veg farms. <laughs> Vegetable farms. Yeah, we yeah. had peas, beans, carrots, corn, beets, and field corn. Oh, wow. Yep. And and you know what it's like to get up early in the morning and I change did. irrigation pipe. I, I was the irrigation detail as a kid. Yep. <laughs> I can tell you where you can and can't get water out of, <laughs> out of various places in this country. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and again, water's important. Plays yep. into the city of London thing. And then you went to, you were a graduate of LC. Yep. And went to Calvin College, three years, engineering, and then went to University of Washington to finish up because back in the day, Calvin didn't have a four-year engineering program. Okay. So then uh, I went to University of Washington and got into the chemical engineering program, which is an interesting story too, because I realized I would have to be there for two f- years. And so I decided, well, if I'm going to be here for two years, I might as well get my money's worth, good Dutchman. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up, get a business degree with my engineering degree. That'll go places. And when I looked into it, the business school and the engineering schools were too far apart. I couldn't make the class changes. So then what else could I do? Well, I figured out that I could make, I could get a a mechanical engineering degree with my chemical engineering degree. So I always tell my mechanical buddies, well, I just picked up a mechanical engineering degree on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, so you've got a stamp. I, I mean, do. You can, yeah, you can stamp a, stuff. Yeah, You're yep. official. You're, I'm a PE. For wow. Professional engineer. Wow. Yep. Do you got to keep up on that then? Is that something you got to... You got to keep paying for it. <laughs> well, oh, oh, it's one of those. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, keep the license. But the neat part for me is um, at... At Oxbow now, I think all of them now, all the engineers at Oxbow are PEs. Oh, wow. And that, because I worked at Georgia Pacific and I got, I had a mentor there that got me in and signed me off. Then I signed off a few people at Corvan back in the day, now Oxbow. And then all the engineers that have come in all have taken the test in our PEs. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's really cool. They're my professional engineering children. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of children, you are married. Yeah. Wife Mary, Ellen. Wife Ellen. Three kids. All live in the city limits. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. And daughter Catherine. Yeah. Is the uh, product manager at Oxbow. Yeah. And son Matt is one of the design engineers at Oxbow. And Jeff is the youngest. Yes. And he works at Saturna Capital in Bellingham. All have done. They're doing well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's proud. I know that. And of his grandchildren. You've talked about them often. Yeah. Yep. And you've helped them out often. I mean, as far as let's go do this pro we're going to rebuild the deck. I've called the mayor and also had him be under a deck, pushing a wheelbarrow, redoing trim, doing some plumbing at a rental house. Yeah, he's he's versatile. So then you run. What yep. have you found to be something you didn't expect as all, mayor? All of the committee meetings that you're involved in. I I I mean everything's done by committee. Well, that but you don't as as a mayor, you don't you think you're going to come and run the city of Linden. You don't know that the Council of Governments, so Whatcom Council of Governments, that they meet once or, or the, once a month almost, and you're part of that. And um, Jack Klaus was on the WTA board, so I took that over. So you're part of that. Yeah. And there's an economic development board. I'm part of that. And there's and the list is probably ten of these things. Yeah, um, on and on. And then and there's fun ones and there's not fun ones. I mean, right. we have, we call it the small city caucus or the partnership meeting of the county. And that's one of the more fun meetings of the month. That one occurred uh, yesterday. Oh, uh, nice. We do it monthly with all the mayors and um, a lot of other outside organizations come in. And so we really do a lot of interesting things in that meeting. They keep everybody current on a bunch of projects. Which is but, important. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm on um, 
um, others that aren't so much fun. We won't go into those because I'm not going <laughs> to let them know that I don't have fun. <laughs> um, and not that this isn't fun. EDI. EDI, Economic Development Incentive Board. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's an important one because that returns a lot of taxpayer money yeah. back to... Back to the community. So, yeah. so oh, it's probably 20 years ago now. The, the state carved off a 0.9% sales tax, 0.09% sales tax carve off that they give to rural counties and uh, Whatcom made the qualifications. And that just goes into a fund. And that fund has to use, be used to further development in the, in the county, economic development. And so we've set it up, it, it generally set up that it's one-third grant, two-thirds loan. So if we go in with a project, like we just did West Front Street, it's about $2.5 million project. We'll say $2.4 because that divides by three. <laughs> so uh, $1.6 would be a loan, and, and 800000 would be a grant. And the loan is over 20 years at 1%. And so we keep paying the loan back now. And we, and that's been really good for Lynn. And uh, one of the big ones that I got was the water treatment plant 10 yes. years ago. I got $6 million on that. Yeah. $2 million grant, uh, $4 million loan. And was EDI part of the 5th Street Waples building? Did we use EDI uh, funds or was that Commerce funds? We used Commerce on that commerce. one. I think. And I, yeah. If, so, I, if so I have a reputation in the county is I, I go after... Um, matching money as much as possible, and we've done well. And you have to. I mean, <laughs> yep, it, yep. in reality, yep, that yep. that makes yep, smart yep. business sense, yep, community yep, sense. Because yep, yep. there's there's funds out there like commerce funds. Yep. Uh, Washington State Department of Commerce. They yep. give grants or matching yep, funds yep, or yep. however they choose to do it. But we're able to leverage then city money because mm-hmm. maybe tell folks a little bit about how the city gets income. Well, because the, it's not always as much as they think. Yeah, the yeah the three big incomes for the city's general funds. Well, let's just stick with the general yeah, fund because yeah. that the other one's called enterprise fund, which is water, sewer, um, storm, storm, and those are separate funds. Um, but the general fund, there's three main incomes, which is uh, real estate tax, sales tax, and all the utility taxes, and they are about three equal buckets of about two and a half, three million each and that's the bulk of the income for the city and that's got to pay for fire yeah police parks a little bit of public works pays for everything and then and pays for not only like the cleaning of the streets but when we had to do a street repair or a new street or something and that's why we struggle with uh, streets like bradley and line and northwood and benson these are county roads that we took on unimproved and so I keep looking for opportunities to improve those. And so the last legislative cycle, we put in for $3 million for Bradley Road. And thank you to our legislative uh, group. We got that $3 million this year. And so we're going to... And that's huge. That's huge. I mean, so we'll, the plan is to, in the next year or two, to, well, not hopefully next year, but we'll see when the money actually gets to us. But we're going to do Bradley Road over, and it's going to be an, a, a city street with sidewalks and... and Nice. It, it'll be nice. Um, and we're working nice. with the high school to, because we've got to jockey things around. We Ideally, that one will have a roundabout at Vinip and uh, Bradley, and that will take care of a me- huge traffic mess that we've got right yeah. now. Yeah, facilitate because yeah. of the high school. I, I mean, well, I won't just blame the high school. There's traffic from the middle school. Yeah, yeah. There's neighborhoods. Yeah. Obviously, that's extended out there. Yeah. And then the high school being right on the corner yeah. adds another level of yep. difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what have you... 
what have you taken on or looked at or experienced that you went, oh my gosh, this just really needs to change? <laughs> like a point of frustration. Uh, I, I, I guess a current one, and it's been festering for years, is the jail oh, in yeah, the county. Yeah. The jail. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've been to her, through it. I've toured it. It's deplorable. It um, is, and and it's it's, and we need a modern facility. We need to take care of that segment of our population better than what we're doing. I think I took a tour in, I'm going to say 2005 with Wendy, I can't remember. Oh yeah. yeah. Wendy Jones. Wendy Jones. Chief Jones. And Chief Jones. Great lady. Yeah. Very, very smart. (laughs) And it was, it was a disaster. Then we couldn't, um, on our tour, we could not go to, it was the fourth or fifth floor Mm -hmm. because the, Customers of the facility <laughs> were had figured out how to use toilet paper and a paper clip to open doors, <laughs> and they couldn't get replacement parts for the doors yep. because the system is so old. The yep. only way they can get yeah. new parts is off eBay yeah. or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, they yeah. got to scrounge them up from somebody who yeah. threw theirs away a long time ago, yep, yep. and they're not inexpensive. Yep. So, yeah, so that's a frustration for us as a county that we can't take care of our that segment of our population right. better. I mean, not they don't need the Taj Mahal, but what they have is pretty deplorable. Right, and you got to keep everybody safe. Yeah, because yeah. you got all kinds of people yeah. in there. Yeah. You got yeah. you got folks who have legitimately made just mm-hmm. an error in yeah. judgment. Yeah. You got folks who this may be a yeah. lifestyle where yeah. they need to be reminded this isn't a yeah. good lifestyle. Well, and you're, and we're seeing the consequences, particularly in Bellingham right now. Of, of the results of not having jail capacity. So we're seeing more crime is going up fairly dramatically because of that. Yeah. So related to that, we yeah. had a question somebody sent in. With the rise in crime all over the county, I think a lot of us are starting to worry about our safety lately. Mm-hmm. Linden PD and the Sheriff's Department have done a great job keeping our town safe thus far, and I fully appreciate everything they do. I'm curious if there is a plan in place to keep the homeless slash crime from spilling out of Bellingham and into Linden. I don't feel safe taking my kids to Bellingham anymore, and I worry that it is headed to Linden. Now, that's a that's a user comment yep. that somebody yep. sent that to us. Yep. So that that um, we are in fact currently right now. I got a new ordinance on my desk that's working its way through the city council that will set park hours, tell us what are parks, which are open spaces, and all of this is in an effort to if a homeless would settle into these areas, hey, the park's closed, you can't be here. Or, so we have the right to remove. Because there was a ruling by the Ninth Circuit Court yeah. of Appeals, I believe, that yeah. had a negative impact on communities all over. Right, yeah. Um, and so we're now, we've, we've gleaned from the state some of the best possible ordinances, and now we're going to make our own that fits our needs, but helps us manage this situation and keep the homeless. And, and keep them, really, Bellingham has the services for them. Correct. Um, and our police are still doing a great job of if somebody calls and says, you know, somebody's shoplifting or whatever, our police will go there and yes, and will arrest. And the, and sometimes the people will go, what do you mean you're arresting me? They don't do this in Bellingham. And we go, well, we still arrest people for crime yeah. in Linden. And the word gets out that, you know, you know, don't go to Linden because uh, you know, if you're yeah. going to shoplift there, you're going to, you're going to be end up in jail. And that's part of it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I th- Think if I remember correctly, <clears throat> council and administration is also in discussions on adding a, a potential another officer. Yes, yep, yep. To so. help do that because it's it, a lot of it is about just an officer presence. Yes, right. Yep. 
Yep. It's a huge thing. And we don't want to um, minimize the mental health right. issues that go along yep. with this. Yep. As yep. you know, yep. I've talked to several of our homeless <clears throat> people in in the community who drift in and out mm-hmm. and, and taking them for a snack or something to eat just to get to know them a little better. And they do have um, mental health, health issues that go untreated. Yeah. And they recognize that, but they don't want to avail themselves necessarily of the services yeah. that are available. They either don't like some of the rules involved or yeah. they just don't like hanging out with other with, people, with those other people. <laughs> well, Hey, you know, yeah. I'm not going to sit there and cast stones at <laughs> somebody. Right. That's right. Um, who knows what I'd get diagnosed with. <laughs> that wouldn't be no fun. Um, so related to law enforcement, sort mm-hmm. of yeah. uh, public safety yeah. is fire. Yes. So um, a big component of fire um, initiated several years ago was the ambulance utility fee. And I get questions about that myself. Mm -hmm. I know the answer. Can you (laughs) explain to folks? So many, many years ago, so the early 2000s, Linden Fire Department was a volunteer fire department, all volunteer. And then uh, we um, emergency medical services called uh, there's BLS basic life support and ALS advanced life support. So if you dial 911 and you broke your arm, you're going to get basic life support coming out. And the expectation is they're going to come out as soon as possible. In Linden, our average is under five minutes. We're from call to being on the doorstep. So that that's great service for our community. But to get that great service, we need people at the fire station. Correct. So we started off with a smaller crew of paid staff, and that paid staff has been growing and growing and growing. We now have 14 full-time firefighters plus a bunch of part-time firefighters, and we still have a couple of volunteers that come in and do it. Volunteering is getting harder and harder to get. So we needed to fund that, and we were looking for funding, and one option was this uh, ambulance utility fee, and that fee is $6 a month per home in town. And so it comes in with the water bill um, as a fee. And that funds about two or three firefighters. And, 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 and we had the option of going higher, but we just took $6 at that point. And that hasn't changed since we implemented it quite a few years ago. But as the community grows, we get more houses, yeah. we get more fees. So, right. Um, right. And it's important, uh, <clears throat> if I may use an analogy for folks, uh, not unlike your natural gas which may be minimal in the summer because you're not using the furnace, what you're paying for is a standby. Yep. Yeah. They're ready to go if you're called. So you're still going to pay fees on top of, you know, yep. yeah. for the actual yeah. service. Yep. But we're all prepared because we have these services available. Yep. And then, so that so that's Linden's fire department is the fire department, but it's also basic life support. So they go out for every they're the first ones on site and if it's a heart attack then there's this other unit coming in called ALS advanced life support and they have paramedics as opposed to our um EMTs yeah um which which basically means if i understand it right they can do they can do more injections they can administer more yeah. medicine yeah. yeah they have greater medical authority yeah. and so the good news for linden is and i've been lobbying for this for well 6 years now but um because as the county has grown, we've had four uh, advanced life support units. And the, there's one in Ferndale and there's one on the Smith Road at Hannigan. Those are the ones that service Linden. But as the county has grown, Linden has grown, the, the, the need for ambulance service out here is higher. And so the, the next advanced life support unit, Unit 5, 
will be housed in the linen station. Excellent. And so that's coming this year. Um, they're training up new um, paramedics right now for that unit. It'll, it, it's, it's kind of a hybrid because it won't be our people, but, but it's yeah. going to be housed in linen. We're excited about that. Uh, so <clears throat> our advanced life support will be quicker for our citizens. Yeah. And we have with, um, with the Christian Healthcare Center, Linen Manor, and Meadow Greens, those are uh, users of these services. Correct. And it's nice to have it closer. Correct. So, and we have senior housing yeah. in yep. the community. Yep. And yep. not only seniors. I mean, yep. you know, young people that break a leg or, yep. Yep. or for whatever yep. reason. Yep. Things, things happen in life. Let's but, put it that way. But Everson, Sumas, they're all yes. growing too. And then there's a need up in the foothills for some of these services. And so having one stationed in more eastern county is better for the county as a whole. And then they'll refocus where the other four are located so that they are all closer to service quicker takes takes a lot of the pressure off yep. in addition to our firefighters actually mm -hmm. being firefighters yeah yep. so so if they have to strap on the heavy coats <laughs> yep. and grab a hose they're they're trained to do that too they do yep. a lot of training yep. Yep. so uh, other departments the, <laughs> the one that probably gets the uh least visible is finance yep and they're doing what they're, well, all the utility bills, all of that goes through finance. And then they set up the help us put together the budget every year, which is a big job. And then um, payroll, all of that stuff goes through finance. They're, they're, finance is kind of the, the front face of, for a lot of people because Correct. there's a lot of people who like to come in and pay their utility Correct. bill and talk to the people at the counter and get yep. to know them. And, it, it, and they're, we have really good people at, at, in our finance department. Yes. Helping yes. out. Oh. Scott's getting a call. See, this happens all the time. It's not me. <laughs> uh, we could have plugged him in and done it live. So when you got finance, I mean, they're just they're cranking it out. They are. They've got a. They've got a. What some people don't know is they double check every check that goes out the door too, because yeah, you don't. Yep, you yep, got to make sure yep, you're paying yep, them right. Yep. That they've billed right. That they've completed the job <laughs> up to snuff. There's people signing yep. off on the work or what's purchased or whatever. Yep, yep. It's a lot of paperwork. Yep. There's a lot of paperwork. Oh, tons. Then we go straight upstairs from them and and probably the one that gets the brunt <laughs> of some stuff. The planning department. Yep. Yeah. So we got a, a good a good crew there as well. Um, and as most people know we're fairly pro-growth in Linden, and uh, we've seen that with our housing uh, population growing and our population growing. It's pushing 17,000 yeah. now. Yeah. But the planning department runs, you know, checks all the prints and does all of that stuff for housing and for all the commercial projects. So And keeps track of zoning. Can you build it yeah, there? Yeah. Can you build it there? What are the rules for this? And we're talking often with businesses that want to locate in West Linden and, you know, what can I do with this property? And what about stormwater? And what about this? And what about that? So we've got... We get public works involved in some of that as well, but um, but planning department is is busy with issuing permits all the time. And I like to remind people that planning. Yeah, I'll hear folks say, "Well, why can somebody else? Why can the government tell me what to do on my property?" Mm -hmm. And I'll say, "Okay, say you built a really big house, yep. beautiful, your dream home, and right next door, they put in a toxic waste dump." Yep. Do you want that? Yeah. Probably not. You want to regulate it. Yeah. Well, what about an animal rendering yeah. plant? Yeah. Nope, probably don't want that either. Yeah. You know, so there's a long <laughs> list of things that are not compatible. Right. That yeah. planning does a great job of trying to yeah. anticipate yeah. what's going to come up. Yeah. And, 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 and even those are 
draconian examples, yeah, but, even, yeah. but even a gas station next door. Correct. Do you want a gas station next door or, or a quickie mart or whatever? Yeah. You know, do, yeah. Do you and what's their light spillover? Yeah, what yeah, kind of yeah, what kind yeah, of landscaping yeah, do you yeah, require to yeah, hide yeah, that? You know, yeah, still yeah. allow it in some way, yeah, but yeah. but yeah, it, it's very important the work. And they then, do. unfortunately for us, I mean the the building code keeps getting changed and updated and gets Correct. more complicated and Correct. and it's up to our building department to follow the state and national standards and sometimes they our building our our um planning department takes the hit for what do you mean i got to do it this way yeah. what yeah. who changed the rules well why did you change the rules well we're not really in charge yeah. of some of these rules we yeah. just got to implement them yeah yeah i i think if i could encourage people the hundred of you who are listening <laughs> to to realize something it's in washington state it's kind of a top-down thing i mean what yeah. the state tells yeah. cities municipalities yep. Yep. this is what you can do and this is what you can't do and yep. the can't do is a huge list yep. compared to the can do yep. can do most recently would be like the energy um yeah the energy code yeah and, update to the energy code and i think um the stormwater code has really complicated oh. life for people in this state oh yeah. man yeah so, it's not like we don't get rain yep yeah, it makes it tough. And then they base some things are based off of when you hit a certain population point, and now all the rules have yep, to change. Yep, yep. And and yeah, it's that's not an easy one yep. at all. And as you, I've talked to Scott <laughs> about this many, many times, is I am no fan of the Growth Management Act. And I think it was well intended. Yep. I yeah. think their cause was noble, but in practicality, yep. it's been a absolute disaster on home prices. Yep people's ability to choose what type of home they yep. wish to live in. I, I, I use this example quite often, but it's just a puzzle for me to understand why in the U.S. there's 50 states in Washington, D.C., so there's 51 categories, we'll call it. Yeah. Uh, number one for housing cost in the country is, um, no, it's Hawaii's first, oh, yeah. Washington, D.C., California, Massachusetts, Washington. Oof. And, and I go... Why are we fifth on this list? When we've only got a population of about 8 million it, 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 or so. Yeah, and, 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 and I maintain, and others will argue that I'm wrong, but it's, it's all the rules and regulations we put in place in this state that just drives our costs up. Correct, uh, correct. Before you even get a, yeah. there's a, there's a certain <clears throat> very high fixed cost yeah, yeah. before you even get to dig the hole in the yeah. ground. The, the, the median cost in the country for ho buying a house is probably the cost of a lot in Linden. Oof. <laughs> okay. There's <laughs> encouraging news, folks. All right. Uh, I think we're done here. No, <laughs> no that's good. Well, let, okay. Let's skip down the upstairs yep. one and we go to the catch-all, as I call them, because they deal with a lot of different stuff. Yep. It's public works. Public works, yep. And so under their hat, um, it's always fun to do lessons at school what does public works do so first it's like okay you know if you get thirsty what do you do you turn on the faucet where does the water come from well it comes out of the faucet well where does it come from <laughs> you know so so in the city of linden we take our water out of the nook sack we clean it up we put a new water treatment plant in about 10 years ago and we're good for another 80 years i hope um <laughs> should be it, it should be and then uh, that water gets put into pipes and it, it gets distributed all and those pipes are public works as issues and we're fixing old pipes on occasion and putting in now development we one thing we want to make clear is that all new development is paid for by the development so correct so if you look at any new development all the pipes 
all the streets, the sidewalks, all of that stuff is paid for in essence by the homeowner. Yes. Because because all of that is the city doesn't pay for that. We right. they give it to us when they're done. We're not we're not as a city and citizens, we're not subsidizing yep. developers nor new folks moving into the right, community. Right. They pay their own they, way. That's right. So then, you know, with Okay, so then the kid gets his drink of water, and now, you know, pretty soon you have to go to the bathroom. What are you going to go to the bathroom? And then, where does that water go? Oh, it goes down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> where does it go? Just disappears, <laughs> it just magically. disappears. Well, we take care of all that, too. Yeah, yeah. And so that, you know, and then, and then you, you know, when you go across town, you ride on the streets. And when you go to school, you walk on the sidewalks. And, yeah. and all of that um, is somewhat managed by public works. Now, yeah. sidewalks are technically the homeowner's responsibility, normally, but occasionally we get involved. Correct. Um, but... Yeah, so Public Works is involved in all kinds of things. Um, and, and stormwater is the uh, other utility they deal with. So all Which is the, a big one which right is now, a big as one. we mentioned yep. earlier, yep. in Washington and State. In Huge. Washington State, it's a big deal, and it's getting more complicated. And we're going to start seeing out in West Linden that we put in a pond years ago that manages all the stormwater for a lot of West Linden. And we're going to see more of that type of thing happening in the future because our land is so expensive, you don't want to give up land to do stormwater. Um, yes, uh, take care of the stormwater. So you, you buy facilities that are outside of your growth area or lower value areas and make, put that as a stormwater pond. For those who remember <clears throat> when a store named, nicknamed Freddy's <laughs> was coming to the community, that was one of the things yeah. that killed the deal. Yeah, with stormwater. With stormwater. Yeah. It was just literally too expensive. They couldn't find a way to manage that stormwater in an effective manner. Yeah. And Unfortunately, this or fortunately, I mean, there's yeah, yeah. there's pros and cons to both. The city isn't in a position to say, okay, let's make these changes. That's all yeah. a state law, yep. sometimes federal. Yep. I mean, yep. you de- talk about a bureaucracy. Yeah. Yep. And and public works also does um, pushes our snow out of the way. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which sweep is the, big the streets one. in the yeah, and when it's not snowing and they yeah. snow plow when it is. So. And we are. One of the few communities yet that actually has street sweeping that does it on a regular basis. Yes, we do it, it. But now, if you are what we are called, I don't know, some kind of class two city for by ecology, over fifteen thousand. One of the things you have to do is sweep your streets for stormwater again. Yeah. They don't want all yeah. this debris in the stormwater system. So, so larger cities are st- sweeping more often. Um, but but Lennon sweeps more because. Right, Linden's a great city because we have what do we have? Curbs and sidewalks. Yeah, and curbs because you have curbs that controls your stormwater because you're controlling your stormwater. Um, uh, you have to keep that system clean. Yeah, and yeah. and it accumulates yeah, everything yeah. from sand yeah. to paper to aluminum cans yeah, yeah. to As leaves. <laughs> and and one thing my public works director has told me that. He says, there's nothing like curbs for good curb appeal. Because <laughs> he's come from communities that don't have curbs. Right, and our right. community has curbs just about everywhere. Right. And it does make our city feel uh, cleaner, tidier, nicer. It's just, you, yeah. you drive through Linen and people go, wow, this is different. And, and they can't put a, they can't tell you why, right. but it's different. Right. And yeah. we get here at the chamber, because we also do the visitor center, yeah. we get folks that come in and often, I mean, almost daily, it's oh my gosh! This so reminds me of Mayberry. Yeah, and it's the lawns, it's the wide streets, yeah. it's the available parking, and it's the sidewalks. Yep, yep. They're just amazed yep. 
by that kind of stuff. And a lot of that, like the lawns, stuff like that, (laughs) is just homeowners taking care of their possessions, you know, taking care of their home, taking care of their lawn, making it look good. And we Um, had to remind sometimes people when they move into a community that they really like how it looks, it doesn't happen. No, nothing. No, there's some backbreaking <laughs> labor that will often go into that, i.e., thatching, <laughs> constant mowing, weed eating, weeding, planting flowers, maintaining the flowers. Yep, yeah, there's yep. a lot of stuff. Yep. And our um, so in, for us uh, at the chamber again, as as a visitor oriented, we need those residents. I don't know if they always realize <laughs> how big an impact they have on our ability to draw tourists. Yeah, yeah. Because we're we're not yeah. eleven Yeah. I mean, straight up, folks, we are not Leavenworth. We don't have an ocean. I don't have a river you can water ski in. There's a lot of stuff that we don't have, but the appeal is literally the people and the community itself. And and a passion for me is our parks and trail system. Yeah. We haven't talked about that yeah. yet. But, but, no, no. And I want to expand the trail in a variety of places in town so that we become a destination for just our trails. Yes. Um, and, and, and you've heard me say a lot about parks about the parks and the fairgrounds, I always say they're two underutilized assets. Yep. I'm not saying they're not being used well now, yep. just that there's there's more potential there yep. with the proper investment. Yep. Yep. And investment means dollars. Dollars often means tax dollars. Yep. So you do a pretty good job of trying to balance that. But <laughs> yep. tell us a little bit about, this is where his engineering comes in, folks. <laughs> Because uh, not every community has a mayor <laughs> that can design something that's useful. And you're working on what? Well, we I want to expand our Jim K. Mick Trail um, through from basically from the city park to A Street. And the beauty of that little leg is it has to go over the Fish Trap Creek. <laughs> and the beauty of that is um, we need a bridge. And so the engineers came up with this really bland looking bridge <laughs> and i said no 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 we're not going to do that uh, so i designed a, a suspension bridge a 120 foot long suspension bridge um cable suspension and then then right cart and eb gets a little nervous so okay we turn it over to another engineering firm but they basically took the design and and said yep it's going to work and we're going to start building it this summer and i want to make it a community project um and you designed it, it to be sort of a community yeah, project where yeah. the community can participate in, in building actually yeah. building this yeah. bridge. Because the, the hard part will be the abutments at each end. but when, and, and the city is committed to putting that concrete work in uh, with our money. And then once they're in, we've got to raise the towers, put the cables across, put the drop cables in. And then the rest of the structure is uh, wood bolted together with plates and stuff. And so it's just a big tinker toy set in my mind. <laughs> and uh, at the end of a few months, we'll have a bridge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you recently went to, um, while well, we were both actually there um, this past weekend, we're at the Mount Baker Rotary. Yes. Who have, in, are excited about it, yeah, taking yeah. on some fundraising yes. for the project. Yeah, yep, they have. And so we did a fundraiser last Saturday night, and we raised uh, a little over $130,000 for the project. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. So this is great. This is this is the amazing Linden. Yes. When, when you go to yes. an event like that and you see the outpouring love for the community that's shown by dollars spent yeah. supporting the community. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know that's only the start. Yeah. Yep. Um, as you, you know, I did Million Smiles yep. Playground. I, yep. I stole that idea from Kauai. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Kauai, you know, went to the coffee place and then eh, let's find a park. <laughs> but that was 
strictly possible because of community donations. Yeah, yeah. The Mount Baker Rotary was just one of many groups that yeah. stood up and individuals to, yeah, to yeah. cut checks. Yeah. And for, um, if I have my numbers correct, it, we raised roughly in money and donated materials 250-some thousand, but we leveraged man hours. Yeah. yeah. So we had over 12,000 hours with 2,500 people that were donated. Wow. And we um, now, I think currently, uh, last number I heard anyway, was that project, that Million Smiles Playground itself, is insured for a replacement value of $2.5 million. Wow. So we yeah. took that money and yep. 10 times we multiplied what yep. the value of that is. Yep. Yep. And if we can start doing that with bridges and yep. other park yep. projects, which tend to lend mm-hmm. themselves. Yep. And so my goal for, for future lending is... Um, you know, get that piece of the trail done. And then I'm looking, we have new Dickinson Park off of uh, Fish Trap Way and Double Ditch. We've got to cross the Fish Trap once or twice. And again, we can put in unique bridges in those locations. Yeah. And, and then we start connecting all these things together and people, some people, crazy engineers, will come to Linden <laughs> yeah. just to go across these bridges to yeah. see, see what, what's going on. No, and other people too. One of the, one of the <laughs> things, again, is our, our role in the tourism that we have a hard time getting people to understand is folks just don't come to shop. Yeah. They just don't, okay, I'm going to show up in London and I'm just going to hang out. You got to have something unique Mm -hmm. an experience for them to do. And a lot nowadays, especially is outdoor activities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we got flat roads you can bike on, Mm -hmm. but there's some folks that just want to walk or they've got littler children and they don't feel comfortable on a road, which is completely understandable. And that's where that trail system comes in. And And if you, yeah, go to Bender, field on a Saturday oh. and you see cars pull up with bikes piled on them yeah. and they unload the kids and off down the trail they go that's yep. that you just love to see it oh man that's that's tremendous because yeah. then again we you know one of our roles here is to we want to build community because we know how important it is yep. my experience with million smiles showed me how strong a community can yep. be yep. Um, and I think that to talk about the taboo subject <laughs> I think that played out during COVID yeah. We saw a lot of our yeah. residents yep. step up and say, okay, we need to help here. I yeah. mean, yeah. so little side story, <laughs> we'll be quick. I myself was in Kauai, Hawaii, <laughs> when uh, our governor started to take steps to minimize the impacts or, yep. Yep. you know, <laughs> we thought we're short term, but yay. <laughs> Still gone. We can, we can wish. <laughs> Um, but you and I were in communication like right now (laughs) I landed and one of the voicemails on my phone was from Scott going, Hey, we need to talk. Can you give me a call when you get a chance? But that weekend we had found out or you had found out that the food bank in Bellingham closed. Yeah. And you right away said, called Don Cock over at, um, yeah. New way ministries, uh, lighthouse Project, project hope, project hope and said, um, what do we got to do? Yeah. And I think it was within three days we were good. Yeah. We had a plan. We had a plan. We had a plan. <laughs> we implemented it. There was money rolling in. Yep. People were donating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Not only funds, but food that yep. they had, whatever. And, and it just rolled from there. I, yep. I, I haven't gone through it totally <laughs> because I'm a little scared too. I feel like I'm, you know, pushing the pushing the monster a little bit, but I don't think during the pandemic itself that we lost 
maybe more than one or two businesses in oh, the yeah, community because yeah. people stepped up. And I don't think yeah. we lost any restaurants. Yeah. Ours changed. Yeah. It wasn't easy. Nope, but they all they all went through it. Yeah, they yeah. all went through it, and you were able at yeah. the end, when they opened them up again, yeah. we, for the second time, <laughs> we were able to get in there. And I think that's why it's important to build community, and that's why those yeah. parks are important, because we get people of all ages, yeah. income brackets, well, however you want to categorize yeah. people, they're out there. So then you have another one I'm that last fall I called Gary again said hey we got trouble in Everson no second Sumas and you know what can Water's we do up. <laughs> Water's high. what can we do what can we do yeah we did and uh, we did and so so that was another one yeah we took that on what yep. you stuck with it a little longer than I did <laughs> I knew when it was time for me to step back there's other people um getting in all involved but you were a key a key part of that response, because one of the things I didn't realize, and I don't want to be critical of them, because again, they're managing a yeah. huge thing, yeah. and we took on a smaller yeah. portion, yeah. was emergency management's response to these kind of things. They're yeah. not cut, cut and dry. It's not you can yeah. put a yeah. bowl, pull a book yeah. off the yeah. shelf. And so we're doing some post flooding review and and emergency management realized well there was covid fatigue i guess yes. you got you got to yep. put that yep. In, yep. into the mix yep. i mean exactly normally no, no. you have a That's bank important. of volunteers that are really ready to rock and roll and this time the bank of volunteers had basically been burned out yeah through covid and then the other part that was an issue is the command post for emergency medic management is in bellingham and now they're talking about having an advanced one. And the fact is we're talking about doing it in Everson so that they're really close to the action and close to the decision-making. Um, and so there's, there, there's going to be improvements next time. We yeah. learned a lot from yeah, this one. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what it's all about. Again, yep. I don't want to seem like I'm critical because <laughs> even when we do something yep. as simple yep. as, well, I won't say it's simple, <laughs> but we do a Farmer's Day Parade. Yeah. We always stop afterwards and yeah. go okay what went yeah. good what do we got to yeah. change yeah. what can we tweak a little bit yeah. i mean that's just part of making something better yep yeah. and and but within i was what within 12 hours not even 12 hours <laughs> within four hours we had our first shelters <laughs> up and yeah. moving yeah. we had <laughs> people moving in we had food for a week we yeah. had volunteers helping out there we had yeah. more donated yeah. clothes than again uh, points to our amazing community oh boy did they all step up yep. i mean with everything from the food to the clothes to the beds to the air mattresses yep. Yep. to whatever i mean and they were taking care of people not like we didn't learn anything from that one no either. no no so just so you folks know in the future if there's an emergency don't bring all your clothes out of your closet to the emergency shelter there's other things that need to be taken care of first there will be a time and place for that but not right away and that is because it gets a little bit overwhelming yeah because yeah. it's now it's just another thing you're having to deal with, and the response was so incredible <laughs> yeah. that it's like, I remember walking into North County Christ the King, and I said, oh, "Where'd all this stuff come from?" Oh, people are just rolling in with it. I'm like, "Wow, look at all that!" Oh, come in the other room, and there's a mountain of pillows and blankets, and I thought, I thought two things: Wow, what an incredible, giving, kind community, and how can I launch myself into this stack of pillows? Because I've wanted to do this since I was a kid. And then I thought better of it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's all about community. Okay, so we've covered parks, everybody, but um, courts. Courts. Which is a which is basically a two-person team. Yep, yep. And a judge. And a judge, yep. <laughs> and so they, yeah, they run, They yeah, the courts, they kind of run on their own. It's, it's a, it's a sideline uh, business, we'll call it, for the city of Linden. But uh 
But again, if you talk to the judge that helps, that does all of our judging, um, Linen is a unique community again in terms of we have, um, we'll call it civil court yes. settings, and we yes. have um, penalties that meet the crime. Yes. Um, we do, and, and our judge is really good about that kind of thing. Yeah. And we have uh, people who pay their fines and penalties uh, more often than the average yeah. community. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's and again, unique community. I, I think the judge does a good job of being just. Yep. You know, yep. so, I mean, it's not like he yep. just wants to throw the hammer at him. Yep. You know, it's going to be just. And then our court clerks do an excellent job of interacting with folks who, you know, whether, it, hey, I got to put it on a payment plan yep. Yep. or this yep. horrible yep. thing just happened. They're very understanding. They're, yep. they're yep. kind. They're polite. And they've been doing folks. it for many, many years. Yeah. And yeah. so there's experience based. Yeah. yeah. All star team. Yep. All the way, all the way around. And yep. you know, I've said that too. <laughs> City of Linden employees are yeah. very, very good at yep. what they do. Yep. And maybe we, you know. Yep. I mean, you look at, we got great police department, great team there, great team yeah. at the fire department. Yeah. And then public works, the guys that manage and clean up the streets and all that. You, I mean, they're out there working and doing their jobs. Yeah. And it kind of silently in the background, but it's yeah. all happening. And yeah. uh, water gets cleaned and made yeah. for us and cleaned up and put back yeah. in the river and gals in the finance department <laughs> yeah. and yeah. then and then you got your little administration team <laughs> yep. did, we'll do them last <laughs> um not that they come in last but and we have uh how long's john been here our new city administrator uh, uh less than a year I think. okay yeah john williams yep. hired him in, yeah a year and whatever ago um, 28 years, 29 years of experience. Yeah. He's been around. Yeah. 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 We got to, I think we did well getting John. John has got lots of experience and lots of knowledge yeah. and is guiding us in a lot of areas. I'm, you know, it's, it's just fun to have a good team in yeah. place. Not, I mean, Mike Martin, did, we, we did a bunch of great, wonderful things yeah. while he was in town, but we yeah. move on. Yeah. And, so. and, um, John is very personable. Yep. He's, you know, if, if you're an average Joe citizen and you want to work your way up the food chain, cause you're not happy, um, easy to talk to, yep. very understanding again, yep. and we'll be honest, you know, yep. cause yep. there's a lot of things as you know, and I've yep. experienced, it's like, uh, we can't do that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, not our, not yep. our foray, not our rules, yep. not our, whatever it yep. is, yep. whatever it is. So what, let's see here. Okay. We're getting close to the end. You're almost done. <laughs> All right. Um, so what, what do you see in the future? I mean, what are you, well, well, let's put it, let me put it two ways. I'll first ask you, what is the challenges you're seeing ahead? I, I think one challenge that we don't, is a downturn in the economy, Okay. you know, yeah. and, and so we're pretty pleased right now with, um, revenues coming in and taking care of all the things we need to take care of record sales taxes. Yep. Record sales taxes. Um, um, and that's um, due to destination sales yep. tax, not because we're selling so much nope. stuff in linen. We do sell a lot of stuff in linen, but the destination sales yep. tax is huge for us. So when you buy something on Amazon, that tax comes to linen. Yeah. Or even if you go to Bellingham <clears throat> for certain things, yep. you know, yep. if you're getting your appliances, if yep. you're getting, you they're, know, if they're delivered, if they're delivered, yep. if it, if it's coming to your house, we get sales via tax. their truck. Yep. It's, it's our sales tax. <laughs> so do the delivery folks. We really <laughs> encourage delivery. It makes your life easier and brings that revenue home. Yep. Um, so a downturn would be a worry. Um, growth is a worry. I mean, we're no, now pushing no. 17,000 people. Uh, when I got in, I think it was 12,000. So it's, it's, I mean, we've grown dramatically in the last yeah. 13 years yeah. and 
where do we put them all? How do we keep our small town feel? How do we keep it clean? How do we keep it safe? How do we do all these things while we continue to grow, do, you know, and become a moderate-sized city instead of the little town that we were? Yeah, that yeah, I remember. Yeah, and there's changes in. Again, I talked to Scott probably too much. Um, I don't think so, but he may. Um, uh, as that as that fabric changes, we change a little bit. Yep. But we, I want to make sure I point out the city, the chamber, other groups are doing a lot yep. to try to maintain that small town atmosphere. That's right. Yep. Everything from talking about what's the width of our streets and mm-hmm. yep. parking requirements to what do the buildings yep. look like yep. and you know how do yep. we make sure we're not hurting yep. those already here. Like like you've mentioned, yep. growth paying for growth. Yep. Isn't our job. Yep. You know, yep. yeah, you're welcome to come, yeah. but bring and your good. own food. <laughs> and then a worry is that where we're going to grow into is the Pepin Creek area. And it's going to be expensive because Very. we have a high capital cost going in to make sure the infrastructure takes care of the water that comes our way. Yeah. And that high infrastructure cost will be passed on to the homeowners. Yep. Um, but it's costly and it makes linen less affordable. And then now I think about my grandkids. I mean, okay, right. can they be like my kids and live in linen right. and own homes in 10 years? It's going gonna, it's yeah. gonna to take... Pre-planning on everybody's part, Yep. Um, literally. Yep. And I can tell that from my experience of not pre-planning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell you how not to do it, folks. Um, okay, two quick questions, um, and then we'll, I'll ask you the last one. Um, railroad tracks on depot, are they used still, ever, like right at Dairy Gold? If they're not used, can we get an out-of-service sign? They are haven't been used in a couple of years. Um, they're not mine to dictate. <laughs> <laughs> the railroad has a lot more power than anybody. Yes. And so they're not willing to give them up yet. But in the long haul, we keep working with uh, rails to trails. And that would be our goal is to take that railroad track that comes into Linden from Sumas and get a trail going that way. How it looks, uh, what it feels like in the future, we don't know. But that would be an ideal thing, ideal use for that. And, Correct. And and we have taken one set of rails out that was a private set of rails on depot, but the other yeah, one's still there. The other one's still there, <laughs> and we'll be there. And he's, just to back up what he said, <laughs> railroads are way more powerful when it comes to their turf yep. than you think they are. Yep. They have a whole different set of rules for almost everything they yep. do. And then the last one was related to the new Dickinson Park, which yep. you mentioned. Where can a person legally park, not on someone's property, at either end? Is there any plan to have signs at the entrance to designate parking? Parking is an issue. You can park on Fish Trap. That is a full street with parking on both sides. It's not really marked that well, but you could park on Fish Trap. um, And then um, we're working on a park. We're working on a park plan. So just give us some time to figure it out. We did get a little footbridge in to to make things easier to navigate through the park over Pepin Creek or Double Ditch, depending on how old you are, (laughs) what you want to call it. Um, uh, So there is a little bridge now in the corner of the park that uh, keeps the citizens away from the house a little bit because it is a private home at this point. We're renting it out. Um, But but if you're going to walk through the park, I mean, you could park, you know, all the way back on... You could park up by Fairway. Park up by Fairway, yeah. Do yeah. a little shopping, folks, yep. and then, or <laughs> do a little shopping after. <laughs> maybe go to one of the fine restaurants, yep. Marta's or yeah, yeah. Fairway Cafe. Yep. yep, yeah. So there's there's parking within walking distance, and the plan down there is to um, get a trail in from uh, 17th Street 
on the south side of Fish Trap, cross Fish Trap, get into Dickinson Park, and then continue on from there in the future. But uh, that, that's, that's the next segment of trail, and we've got a good chunk of that funded thanks to the citizens of, of yeah. Linden through uh, the Park and Rec bond that went through yeah. about two years ago. Now. Yeah, yeah. And they, just so, again, I want to tie it a little <laughs> bit together here. So uh, in our discussion early on how tax revenues yeah. come in, general fund is used for parks yep. and we've acquired a substantial amount of park property yep. in the last six years yeah is it even been ten, that long ten ten because we got uh, using was first with 40 and acres. that's on benson road yep and then we got um dickinson on which is off fish trap way or double ditch yep. depending so on how you yeah. want to look at it um yeah so using out 40 acres dickinson nine and a half acres and then we got glenning park this recent most recently the the, the old school yard and, and that that's was just four and, four and a half acres yeah yeah so. yeah and that was that was that was an amazing thing from the citizens too because they right, paid for yeah, it yep yeah there, there, was, there was well the citizens always pay for it but this time yeah, it wasn't well, tax yeah, revenue yeah, private it was private private a lot of private, private money came good in. point yep yeah no that was a good one and then that was in large part due to a group and one of the group i should point out is harlan credit because yep. he when he came in here and he talked to me about it um I said, "Ooh, I don't know, man. It's kind of a tough time to be raising funds." And he was undeterred. Oh, he was yeah. that man. <laughs> I've said two things about Harlan. He doesn't give up, and very few people can say no <laughs> because he he puts up a great argument. Yeah, yeah. He put, he made a good, solid pitch, yep. and that's to be admired. Yep. So, final question is: What would you tell the community? What would you want the community to know about the good things coming up, or or what? I, I guess I would tell Linen citizens that you're just a great group of people, and I love having you in my community, <laughs> and, and you support so many things, and you make you are the ones that are really making Linen great. It's not yeah. our city government. We're, we're here to help you, and hopefully we do help you in various ways. Um, but you're a great group of people. I just, yeah. I just love our citizens. And I always like to remind folks from out of the area, uh, Linden's way more diverse than we're often given credit for. That's we have a yeah. lot of ethnic groups, religious yep, groups. Yep. Um, however, whatever <clears throat> pot you wish to put people in, um, we have them here. Yep, yep. And just the the mix of that stew that comes <laughs> out of that, the enjoyment you get from meeting people from different cultures, yep. different countries, different languages, you know. And um, if I had to tell anybody anything, it'd be just relax, be yourselves, laugh, mm -hmm. enjoy life. You know, yep. we have a limited time yep. here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Although some days are way longer than others. Um, and thanks to you. I mean, I appreciate you stepping up. You, you, there's only been so many mayors. Yep. And unlike the ones back in the 20s and teens, you've had no riots. Yep. Nobody's taken over City Hall. <laughs> yep. Nobody's locked out the council. And the council members, too, and yep. people on the planning commission and yep. all the other various boards, park and record or park and, yeah, is it park and trail advisory yep. committees? Yep. Yep. Um, yep. There's plenty of opportunities to get involved, and it's always a great thing. Yep. Well, I thank you. As always, Thanks I appreciate. Thanks for letting me come in today. No, I Been appreciate you doing it. Yep. I know it doesn't always uh, fit in your schedule. He he showed me a schedule when I asked him, <laughs> and he says I've got this little narrow of time left, so we're going to respect that. Well, thanks again, Scott. I appreciate it, and I hope to talk to you again soon. 